With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. On the street, respect is a big deal. A lot of times, that's all you have. If another man tries to trample that, you take it real personally. You got what the outside world would know about, that it's the college town. Then you got what's on my side of the track, which is more drugs, more crime, more despair. The police have put cameras up here because of all the drug and gang activity. Murders have happened over here. Because of the access to guns and beefs combined, a lot of shit gets settled with guns. A couple days before fight day, I usually go out on the street, talk to people, try to find out who's beefing with who. When I was 16, I was stabbed in the throat. Here's where I had a tracheotomy. Went to prison. I was a bad person. I had to change. Boxing symbolizes life struggle. It makes you tough because over on my side of town, life is cheap. Each month, we actively recruit people who have been bringing these guys over here to stop them from shooting, killing, beating each other. Humans have been fighting since Jesus walked this earth. That's a fact. There's certain people, that's how they're walking. They're going to fight no matter what I do. The only difference is, at least with me, they're fighting in a yard with gloves, the referee. To a guy like me And only happen In a town like this So may I say To each of you Most gratefully As I throw Each one of you A kiss This Is My kind of town Chicago is my kind of town, Chicago is My kind of people too People who smile at you And each time I roam, Chicago is Calling me home, Chicago is Why I just grim like a cloud it's my kind of town
from the mountain of temptation. So as we say here in Texas, you need to go home, buck up, and follow through on the decisions that you've made here. And good evening, everybody. This is Glenn Joseph Ropey, and if tonight is Monday night, you know what that means, another edition of Street Beeves. What's good with Glenn? Street Beeves, buck up or shut up. A show about health, fitness, nutrition, and training, and some additional stuff with a few surprises along the way. And the phone number to call me, to uh, talk to Glenn, and to be a part of the show is 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. want to thank Christopher Wilmore, Scarface, face the founder of Street Thieves, and uh, old Blue Eyes himself, Frankie, and uh, Sister Aretha, Aretha Franklin, and, you know, of course, Frankie, Frank Sinatra, and, of course, Mike Telefero about the bucking up for getting our show off to the start that it needs to be. And so, and so, uh, Street Beats, what's good with Glenn? Street Beats, buck up or shut up. It's a show on, is on Monday nights between 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central time, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mountain Standard time. All you folks living in Denver and places like that. And for, uh, Pacific Standard time, San Francisco, L.A., Portland, Seattle. Uh, that would include uh, Phoenix and Las Vegas, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And it's uh, and it's uh, on the Street Beefs network of shows that includes Jason Cubans. I uh, took the night off last night. Street Beefs, my talk live, and a show that I, I listen to when I can. Uh, uh, with the... Uh, uh, the University of Higher Learning with the professor, um, Keith Vaughn, and he's on Wednesdays. Jason's show is on 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central, uh, where I get to watch, listen to the show. And um, and Keith's is on 6.30 uh, to 8.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, <laughs> and 5.30 to 7 p.m. Central Time, Uh Usually when I get to listen to the show, and the uh, number for all three of our shows is five one six three eight seven one nine four one five one six three eight seven one nine four one. As all three of the shows are part on the Street Beefs network of shows, and uh, also and they're all three are on Block Talk Radio. That's our provider for the Street Beefs network, and they are also all of them under the Street Beefs banner are available on the Google Podcasts of uh, shows and on the Google podcast as the show is a 120 minute journey about uh, all things in the health um, uh, of all things related to health, fitness, nutrition, and training, and some additional stuff with a few surprises along the way as tonight's show will be about all things related to health, fitness, nutrition, and training. But in addition, we'll be paying tribute to the longest story career of the legendary Ken Hawk Harrelson, his nickname Hawk, from Henrietta Hawk, uh, you know, from Looney Tunes. If you remember Henrietta Hawk and and uh, the chicken, that was part of the Looney Tunes episode. And so um, he was nicknamed after Henrietta Hawk, but storied playing career. K 
Kansas City Athletics, Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Indians, an injury forced him uh, onto the PGA Tour. He decided to leave baseball for the PGA Golf Tour. He was a, a pretty good uh, golfer, and it was his uh, his signature home run phrase. came from um, when they had the old manual leaderboards. When he ended up on the leaderboard, you can say, you could put me on the board, yes. So that what became his signature uh, home run call, you can put it on the board, yes, came from him as a PGA golfer. He was an, also an accomplished pool player and who would hustle his teammates to supplement his meager uh, Major League um, Baseball income and um, had played Jackie Gleason and also Willie Moscone, and I guess he beat both of those guys in pool. And in addition, he was a pretty good arm wrestler. He lost to, I want to say, an offensive lineman for the St. Louis um, Cardinals. Uh, pretty sure it was the St. Louis Cardinals, um, or it could have been the Kansas City Chiefs, but it was one of those Missouri teams. He, he um, lost to him only because he was tired. But he was, um, people do not realize this, he was a street fighter, and he also trained and boxed at a gym in Savannah, Georgia. Um, and he hung around the integrated section of Savannah, Georgia. It was uh, segregated at the time. But his best friends were African-American for Ken Hawk Harrelson. And he learned to box at, at, a, at a gym, at a boxing gym. And he fought um, during his, I guess, major league or minor league career, one of them, under an assumed name. And his first seven fights, he not only won, he won via the knockout. So um, I got a tribute, um, a couple of clips for Hawk Harrelson later on. But it was his eighth fight, and um, his eighth fight that uh, who knows what would have been, but uh, his, his opponent, his much larger opponent, bigger opponent, decided to, he wasn't going to go out there. So they got somebody from the audience who was smaller than Hawk Harrelson. And, of course, smaller and quicker, and he ended up knocking out Hawk and uh, pinning him with his only uh, pro boxing loss to make him 7-1. and one. So who knows what would have happened if he would have won that one. Who knows? But um, he later became the announcer of the Chicago White Sox, replacing Harry Carey and Jimmy Pearsall after the 1981 season from 1982. Um, was a general manager for um, a couple years. And um, then after two years uh, later, he came back. So it was a total of 33 years that Hawk Harrelson was the announcer for the Chicago White Sox, a long and story career as um, as an announcer. And he was on that 1967 Boston Red Sox team that uh, won the American League pennant, lost to the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series, had some pretty good you know numbers himself as a major league player. But um, great career as an announcer. And so we'll be um, about him. And then also September 22nd was the 59th anniversary of the 1959 Chicago White Sox, um, you know, making it to uh, the 1959 World Series, winning the American League pennant on that night in Cleveland, and how a celebration uh, turned to a, a fiasco. Um, you know, a, a celebration, you know, went wrong. Uh, led to panic, and what that celebration that led to panic, what what did that have to do with me? So we will be talking about that also. Hope, hopefully some people can call 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941.
1541 is the number, and um, don't see any of the stuff I'm looking for yet. As but um, in a little bit, we will go to some commercials while I look for some stuff that I supposed to see, but I do not see. So hopefully, I can find it real soon. So uh, uh, let's see. I might have to refresh my board. So um, I do not see it, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and no. Nope. So I may, I might have to. I'm seeing a bunch of stuff, except not my own. It was supposed to have loaded. So, and I still don't see my stuff. Oh well. Uh, I, I wish I, I wish I knew what it was under. But might might have to have a, a chat with somebody on Messenger as to where my my stuff was, or I might have to refresh. So I will, I will do that. Hold on one second here. Not sure what will happen to my board once I refresh. So if you called in anybody, I'm just refreshing my board, hoping to find my stuff. Okay, that that was that was easy. And not me. Let's see. I don't know what happened. I'm hoping to get all my stuff. The board here. I have a whole bunch of stuff that. Um, okay, and I do see one of the things. I see one of the things I want. All right. I'm seeing a couple of stuff, so I'm sure I will find more stuff later. And all right, and the phone number, if you want to call, looks like I've got much of my stuff. It's 516-387-1941. 516-387-1941 is the phone number. So I'm kind of hoping it's good. I got a couple things. And I don't see the Mark Wagner one. I don't know what happened to that one. All right. I have to ask what happened to the Mark Wagner one, but most of my stuff. All right, so I did. I did get most of my stuff, so I'm gonna um, during the commercials when I play the commercials, I'm gonna have to message someone. Obviously, but I'm sure it's there somewhere. I just don't know where it is. So, um, of course, I mentioned the shows, and there are some YouTube vlogs I can mention also. Um, so, I'm sure many of you go on YouTube. There's, of course, Street Beats Fights, Street Beats, uh, 
you know, talk. If you want to know what's going, you want to see the fight, Street Beats fights, Beeves uh, talk. And there's also Yes Wiz, Street Beeves talk. Um, that is also on YouTube. And then we have, um, um, and uh, there's a, a bunch of blogs. Um, Omar Hader, um, the Iraqi assassin, uh, he no longer has his old um, YouTube blog, but instead he has the Street Beefs GoPro ad where, uh, where if you can watch the Street Beefs fights uh, with the, the alternate angle. So Street Beefs GoPro is the new one for um, Omar Hader, um, the Iraqi assassin. There's also, um, I don't think I've mentioned that Omar, um, Omar Pitbull, Omar the Pitbull, he has a YouTube blog. It's called Omar the Pitbull. You can learn a lot of boxing, uh, training tips. Uh, also, uh, Wild Whitey, Street Beeps, Austin Singletary, the Wild Whitey. Uh, that's his one, Wild Whitey Street Beeps. Uh Also, Johnny Cage Cruz. And hello. And um, I heard a click or something there, so I don't know what it was. So, but yeah, Johnny Cage Cruz, and um, that's that's for Johnny Cage Cruz. Johnny Cage, one word. Uh, the J for Johnny is is uppercase. The C for Cage is uppercase, and the rest of the letters. The O, the H, the N, the N, the Y, and then of course with after the uppercase C is the lowercase A, G, and E, all one word, Johnny Cage. Then um, the second word, Cruz, uppercase C, and then lowercase R, U, and Z. And then also we have um, I mentioned Fuego Banks. There is Joel Littleton, known as the White Dragon. White Dragon Combative is his. Jesse P. Jesse Peterson. Hopefully he'll call. Jesse Peterson, known as uh, uh, Fierce Heart. He, he is the Wolfman, but his uh, used to be the Adventures in Jesse Peterson in, in fitness is now known as Fierce Heart because you need a Fierce Heart. That's capital F-I-E-R-C-E. And then Heart, capital H-E-R-A-R-T. Fierce Heart is Jesse Peterson. Uh, Ellen Stevenson, I'm not sure if he has one anymore. He, he used to have one. Um, I see Mike Pesesco, hard to hurt, that's all lowercase, H-A-R-D, the number two on a numeric keypad, and then hurt. So no T-W-O, no H-A-R-D, T-W-O, H-A-R-D, then the number on the numeric keypad, the number two, and then all lowercase, H-U-R-T, H-A-R-D, numeric two, and then H-U-R-T, hard to hurt, um, a lot of training, um, you know, tips from IC Mike Pesesco and then um, Fuego Banks, that's his known as Straight News, S-T-R, capital S, uppercase S, lowercase T, and then R with the number 8, and then um, News. So, and then uh, I think that might be all of the blogs, and that all, I, I, there's one other one I forgot to mention, uh, there is, um, of course, uh, J.B. Franks, and then, uh, no, J.B. J. B. Brooks, J.B. Brooks, I'm getting them mixed up, uh, long day, you know, but uh, J.B. Brooks, 
and then uh, Benny Franks. I think he's the one that hates on the Reggie Miller poster. And then Trey Rodriguez. And that is, uh, again, uh, they show the fights. Uh, they replay them. They, they give a reaction to it, and it's T and T reactions. Uppercase T with an Aberstan sign. If you know what an Aberstan looks at looks like. So uppercase T, Aberstan, and then an uppercase T, and then all lowercase R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N-S. So from R to S, all lowercase T and T reactions. And I believe that is all of the vlogs you can, um, you know, on, on YouTube. Had a busy week with my knee. I Today I was confirmed that I do have arthritis in my left knee. Uh, there's still a little swelling on the right side of my, my left knee. Um, I'm bow-legged, but um, I don't know if that contributed to it, but I uh, showed with the x-rays where, again, there's uh, where the arthritis set in. And so, obviously, continue with the stretching. I was doing a heating pad and also a thermal heat, but apparently uh, that's not, um, you know, I guess uh, not enough. So, uh, I mean, that's too much. So, I'm to stay away from any type of heat, a heating pad, and also um, be having issues at, at updating all my stuff. So, so not sure if there's any callers, 516 387 one nine four one five one six three at seven nineteen forty one, and uh, the show is on till ten p.m. Eastern time, nine p.m. Central, eight p.m. Um, Rocky Mountain Standard Time, and then also Pacific, Pacific Coast Standard Time uh, until seven p.m. here on the Street Beefs Networks, also on on the Street Beefs. Uh, you know, which is on Block Talk Radio and available on Google Podcasts. So, I um, I initially said so this is the second visit to the uh, chiropractor about my knee on a massage table, and then he also did some tests, having me push my um, uh, leg. I mean, you know, just to, you know, test my knee, and so that part is good. But uh, he wanted me to continue either with a block or a phone book. You know, stretching it, having the uh, the foot elevated as I'm stretching, and then uh, like I did last weekend uh, before for the second weekend in a row on Friday, um, I was able to go to my grappling class. Unlike unlike the previous Friday, so I went on Wednesday and I also went on Friday. So at least I'm able to go with that. But we're kind of like in regards to any type of weight training, stretching, boxing taking it easy on that right now, easing into it. So, um, but the swelling on the right side of the left knee has gone down. So I am definitely pleased with that. And so, um, but the, again, the heat might be a mistake. So ice is good, but if you have any swelling, um, stay away from the heating pad. And I made a mistake with that. And then also with the thermal heating pad, um, what my father gave me, but with the the uh, vibrating massage thing, two different uh, types of vibrations I get received from the sharper image. That is okay to use the stick. Um, despite its 18 awards, that might be too much, so stay away from that right now, at least with the knee. Uh, other parts of the body, I can use it. Um, again, any type of collagen, frog fuel, and also 
fish oil, any type of omega-3s, fish oil, and also flaxseed oil, as, as Jesse P. said, you know, on the show also. So uh, 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. I have, um, and until I get some callers, I will um, play a few commercials, and then we'll see if, if and there's any one when I uh, get back from the commercials. So i got to find my commercials. And... FatCat Computers of Harrisonburg is celebrating our 20th year in business now under new management. We offer repairs, sales, vape mods, electronic toys, and more. FatCat Computers, 726 East Market Street, 540-801-0681, or on the web at fatcatpcs.com. At FatCat Computers, we're not number one, you are. The professor is in and classes started at the University of Higher Learning with Keith Law. Join us Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.streetbeefights.com.
Introducing the first internet radio broadcast for Street Thieves Conflict Resolution Fight Club out of Harrisonburg. Tune in Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to get all the information on what's going on in the yard, celebrity and fighter interviews, plus the Could It Be Trivia Challenge. Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern on StreetThieveSites.com. Introducing LookingVibrant.com. Fuel your body and mind for success. We've started this company after being customers of other brands for many years. Frustrated with supplements that are full of synthetic ingredients, chemicals, and cheap Chinese ingredients. Thus, as concerned citizens, we've used our frustration as fuel to start this company after several years learning about nutrition, FDA regulation, and connecting with nutritional gurus like Dr. Tracy Gibbs and many others until we launched in 2016. We've just completed the development of four liposomes products with a PhD specializing in phospholipids that delivers more than 90% of the nutrients directly to the bloodstream, according to Dr. Alec Bannon at the Babram Institute in Cambridge, UK. We use no pressure, no toxic solvents, and no heat in our manufacturing process. No MSG, EDTA-free, unlike liveon.com that add alcohol, EDTA, and use phospholipid from soy. All our liposomal products are derived from non-GMO certified sunflower oil from Europe. And all our flavors are 100% natural plant extracts only from the USA. All Looking Vibrant products are undenatured, BPA-free packaging, gluten-free, soy-free, alcohol-free, EDTA-free, made in the US with GMP, FDA-approved facilities only, never with artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors added, never irradiated or fumigated with ethylene gas. We're rated number one by supplementchart.com. Dr. Joel Wallach said, when we sweat, we sweat over 65 water-soluble nutrients. Dr. Oz said, taking high-quality supplements is like buying a cheap life insurance. Replenish, refuel, and energize with lookingvibrant.com. Free shipping to orders over $50. This product has not been evaluated by the FDA. Please consult your physician before using any supplements. Read full disclaimer. We are back, 516-387-1941, and, uh, and apparently I have not found all of my clips, but, um, you know, so I, I, I did get, I did get most of them, so, but, um, of course, it'd be the tribute to Hawk Harrelson later on, and, um, a legendary temper, and, and then also with the 59 White Sox. So, uh, 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. And I didn't get a chance to see, you know, a lot of the fights on uh, on Saturday, but I did get to see a couple of the fights. I mean, I mean you know, so uh, we'll, we'll be in to call in, uh, give his input, you know, on the fights. So, Five one six three eight seven nineteen forty one five one six three eight seven nineteen forty one is the number. So on Friday, I uh, so I was able to go to my grappling class, and afterwards I got a twenty minute massage, cost me twenty five dollars. The tip thirty dollars, and then um, saw the White Sox Cubs game at Red Robin. Normally I would go to Paradise Pub on Fridays. It's been a go to spot, but. They don't have TV, so I went to the Red Robin and uh, obviously, you know, saw the White Sox-Cubs game and 
course, the um, White Sox and Cubs, a guaranteed right field. When I went and I was there when A.J. Przinsky was punched by Michael Barrett and, um, at home plate, and there are a lot of fights. Um, White Sox fans do not like the Cubs and their fans, and Cubs fans do not like the White Sox and their fans. And so when the two get together, especially when you include alcohol, things happen. And according to Jesse Rogers, who's with the ESPN affiliate in Chicago, ESPN 1000, he said, according to the bullpen, I would assume the Cubs bullpen because he covers the Cubs, uh, according to the bullpen, he's, uh, the bullpen people, those in the bullpen, sitting in the bullpen, saw a lot of fights. And there was even a woman who was thrown into a garbage can. And uh, That's right. So a lot of things, you know, I guess, you know, they serve when you serve alcohol at sporting events and you get two teams, I mean, two groups of fans who do not like one another uh, and and the teams that these um, opposing fan groups happen to represent. Things happen and they happen. Oh, did they happen? So, um you know, so I saw that on, on Friday and then afterwards, uh, and, and where I got the massage and where, where I went to the Red Robin, we're all in a mall, Stratford Square Mall, close by to my house. And um, then after the game, I had enough time to go to the washroom, get my ticket at the movie theater, which was also inside the mall. So I got the massage and the Red Robin and the movie theater was inside the mall. And I saw Michael Moore's um, Fahrenheit 11.9, so... That was a lot of um, great, great documentary. I uh, expected to do well come Oscar time. So, um, uh, but the the one difference I saw, and I do like uh, watching movies that I can escape, that are escape movies. Like I saw, um, I was a big fan of the music of, of ABBA. You know, so I saw, um, you know, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. So I uh, happened to, you know. Um, so I went I went to that at the AMC uh, 30 movie theaters that are in the area, and their previews were nearly a half hour, like 27, 28 minutes. I was wondering, am I going to see a movie, or is this all going to be previews? But this one, this is, I think, the, uh, the group of theaters uh, owned by Magic Johnson. I think it was Cinemark. I think those were the movie theaters in Stratford Square. So... With that one, it was only 10 minutes worth of previews. And so about 10 minutes after I went in there, just in time for the previews at 6.55, at 7.05, right around there, uh, the documentary started. So that was good. was out of there. Um, it was uh, after 9 o'clock. So um, definitely um, well worth it. My and uh, I think it cost like 13 or $14 when I saw the – uh, Mamma Mia, here we go again at AMC Theaters. Of course, they have those chairs that recline back, but um, even though they didn't have them here, uh, it only cost $8. And um, the, the best bang for your buck, uh, the last picture show, is uh, usually not first-run movies, but they have the reclining chairs, and you can also get food. You know, you can also get, like, hot dogs and stuff, not steaks, but I think uh, the food selections are a lot better, you know, than, than even um, AMC 30. So, you know, I usually look forward to, um, you know, that one. Of course, the only thing, you don't get to see first-run movies. So 
Um, and I actually saw, what was it, the, uh, there's been many versions of um, uh, the or, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. So I saw, that was the last movie I saw at the last picture. So, so. And then I had to work on Saturday or Sunday. So I enjoyed my day off on Friday. So uh, 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. And um, someone said they'll be able to call for about a, a half hour. Looking forward to hoping a few other people call, too, uh, before this night is through. You know, so uh, with the with the film clips and stuff, I mean, audio clips, I'm prepared to uh, uh, just uh, don't know where all my stuff is on my board. So I'm hoping that, uh, let's see here. I need to talk to some people. Okay, show over. Okay. So, kind of hoping some people I can. And I'm not seeing. Okay, show over. And I'm still not seeing all the people I want to see yet. Hang on, folks. So, hoping to get some answers here. Yeah, most of my film clips, just not all of them. No word yet. So, so if you if you were at the fights on Saturday, five one six three eight seven one nine four one five one six three eight seven. 1941, looking forward to hearing from you. I understand they had 20 fights, 20 fights over Street Beef's venue, including, I think, Saturday was the day that they did the combative jiu-jitsu. And so uh, definitely looking forward to seeing those, uh, you know, a little later tonight as I've been, you know, busy all weekend. Uh, fortunately, with the one security job, um, you know you're you're always busy either checking on the doors or stuff. So, and there was there was other stuff you know going on yesterday too. So, usually um, tonight I'll probably have uh, a lot more of a chance, even though that's been getting busier too. So, you know to uh, check out the fights. So if you've uh, seen any of the fights, five one six three eight seven one nine four one. Five one six three eight seven nineteen forty one, and in the meantime, uh, if nobody calls within ten fifteen minutes, I will probably play some more commercials, or maybe sooner. So, um, matter of fact. Um, I might play some right now. So, in a little bit, time for some more commercials. 
simple, extravagant, classy, wild. No matter how you express yourself, let TJ's Dermographics give you your favorite tattoo. TJ's Dermographics is the only freehand tattoo studio in Harrisonburg. No stencils, no tracing. Only the highest quality body artwork from the best artists in town. And if you need to freshen up your artwork or get rid of a tattoo, we've got you covered. We also offer touch-ups, cover-ups, removal, and more. Express yourself at TJ's Dermographics, the first tattoo parlor in Harrisonburg. The area's leading computer company has teamed up with the area's oldest computer company. Fat Cat Computers and Comstar Computers have teamed up to bring you the ultimate in IT solutions and PC repair. Fat Cat Computers, 726 East Market Street in Harrisonburg, 540-801-0681 or on the web at www.fatcatecf.com. At Fat Cat and Comstar Computers, we're not number one, you are. I pranked mom. I went to TJ's Dermographics at 91 North Main Street in Harrisonburg where they do piercings and real custom tattoos. But the cool thing for us kids is they give us temporary tattoos. So TJ gave me a real looking tattoo when I came in with my dad to take home to fool mom. Boy, did she flip. TJ's Dermographics has been around a long time and this year is their 20th year, so they gotta be good. Give them a call at 540-564-1671. TJ's Dermographics at 91 North Main Street. We are the Borg. Resistance is futile. When traversing the universe, we always be sure to check Spider-Cop to make sure the Federation isn't out there seeking to stop us from assimilating you. Spider-Cop on Facebook. Is your computer running slow, full of viruses, or locking up? Well, call Comstar Computers, and they'll have you up and running in no time. Comstar Computers offers a full range of computer services and proudly serves the Shenandoah Valley. You can check them out online at www.comstarcomputers.com. Comstar Computers. At Comstar, they're not number one. You are. And we are back. Let's see if we got any more. Got any Buddy calling in, 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. Not sure if the phones are working at the other end, but as um, feel free to call in. We have, uh, according to the clock, an hour and ten minutes left of the show, so feel free to call in. You know, phone number 516 387 one nine four one five one six three eight seven nineteen forty one, and uh, so um, busy weekend. A lot of fights all over the place at Street Beefs. Um, there's one coming up, uh, and I'm sure if Keith, um, you know, Vaughn calls, we'll be talking about that. I mean, that's October third, I believe. That's uh, the is it the third or fourth? Uh, I forget when it is when. Um, you know, uh, Conor McGregor goes against Khabib Nurmagomedov. Is is that how you say it? So um, I'm sure we'll be looking forward to um, you know to to that fight coming. Um, I think Khabib will beat McGregor in this one, but only because uh, McGregor struggles against people who are very good on the ground, and Khabib is strong on the ground, but. So we'll we'll see how how that goes, and um, 
in the in the meantime, you know, we can um, talk about the fights that happened in Harrisonburg at the Street Beeps venue, Satan's backyard, 20 fights. Talk about the fights that happened at Guaranteed Rate Field involving fans. If you were there, if you, to, uh, to, you know, happened to see, to see seen these fights or had um, was even participated, Call in at 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941. As, uh, I don't know if there was any kung fu fighting, but there was a whole bunch of fighting going on. When you get Cubs fans and White Sox fans, you know, fans of the Chicago Cubs, fans of the Chicago White Sox, get together and and some alcohol. And um, the Sparks can and normally do fly. So, again, uh, if you were there, you know, and seen any fights there, supposedly a woman was thrown into a garbage can. At least that's what I heard. I wasn't there to watch this, you know, any of this stuff. So, um, you know, feel free to call up if you were at either um, the Street Beats venue, Satan's Backyard at Harrisonburg, Virginia, or um, to watch the 20 fights. Um, even had some combative jujitsu. Uh, or if, if you were there at Guaranteed Rate Field to watch, I, I guess, not just the, uh, the you know, the Crosstown Cup series between the White Chicago White Sox and Chicago Cubs, but also the fights that happened also. There were plenty of those, you know. And so... Um, Again, the phone number five one six three eight seven one nine four one five one six three eight seven nineteen forty one is the number, and we'll be here until ten o'clock Eastern time, you know, um, nine o'clock Central time, and so, and in about five or ten minutes, if nobody calls, we'll run some more commercials that. I'm sure our sponsors will be happy. So I know one person, I was hoping to get her to call, uh, Kara Racky, Master Kara, but she's teaching a class tonight. So, you know, students are, are benefiting from from uh, her uh, vast knowledge of uh, of um, Aikido, Aikido and, and also, um, you know, Jiu-Jitsu too. So, uh, but she's... Um, She's very well known for uh, knowledge of Hapkido and Aikido also. So 516-387-1941, Street Beeps, what's good with Glenn? Street Beeps, buck up or shut up. And so the um, 120-minute journey in a health, fitness, nutrition, and training and some additional stuff with a few surprises along the way. So... Unless uh, I know if there's anything wrong with the phones, you know, at least into the show. And maybe I need to refresh, see if anybody has called in. I do have a log with these, um, with my computer. So, that's one way to find out. And nobody has called in yet. So until someone does call in, we're going to play some more commercials. 
Introducing LookingVibrant.com. Fuel your body and mind for success. We've started this company after being customers of other brands for many years. Frustrated with supplements that are full of synthetic ingredients, chemicals, and cheap Chinese ingredients. Thus, as concerned citizens, we use our frustration as fuel to start this company after several years learning about nutrition, FDA regulation, and connecting with nutritional gurus like Dr. Tracy Gibbs and many others until we launched in 2016. We've just completed the development of four liposomes products with a PhD specializing in phospholipids that delivers more than 90% of the nutrients directly to the bloodstream, according to Dr. Alec Bannon at the Babram Institute in Cambridge, UK. We use no pressure, no toxic solvents, and no heat in our manufacturing process. No MSG, EDTA-free, unlike liveon.com that add alcohol, EDTA, and use phospholipid from soy. All our liposomal products are derived from non-GMO certified sunflower oil from Europe. And all our flavors are 100% natural plant extracts only from the USA. All Looking Vibrant products are undenatured, BPA-free packaging, gluten-free, soy-free, alcohol-free, EDTA-free, made in the US with GMP, FDA-approved facilities only, never with artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors added, never irradiated or fumigated with ethylene gas. We're rated number one by supplementchart.com. Dr. Joel Wallach said, when we sweat, we sweat over 65 water-soluble nutrients. Dr. Oz said, taking high-quality supplements is like buying a cheap life insurance. Replenish, refuel, and energize with lookingvibrant.com. Free shipping to orders over $50. This product has not been evaluated by the FDA. Please consult your physician before using any supplements. Read full disclaimer. You've worked hard, created a masterpiece, built up your fan base, and rocked the house. Now, it's time to lay it down. But who has that open door for your band or group to record your music? Revolution Records in Harrisonburg is the only choice for serious artists. Give them a call at 540-801-0681 or stop by 720 East Market Street in Harrisonburg. Revolution Records, capturing art one song at a time. Simple, extravagant, classy, wild. No matter how you express yourself, let TJ's Dermographics give you your favorite tattoo. TJ's Dermographics is the only freehand tattoo studio in Harrisonburg. No stencils, no tracing. Only the highest quality body artwork from the best artists in town. And if you need to freshen up your artwork or get rid of a tattoo, we've got you covered. We also offer touch-ups, cover-ups, removal, and more. Express yourself at TJ's Dermographics, the first tattoo parlor in Harrisonburg. And we are back here, uh, everybody. Street Peeps, what's good with Glenn? Street Peeps, uh, buck up or shut up. Show about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. Again, we'll be on for one more hour. The number to call is uh, 516-387-1941. 516-387-1941. That's the number to call. Um, and so, um, uh, again, uh, there were 20 fights, including combative jiu-jitsu. So if you saw any of those fights, the boxing, the MMA, the combat jiu-jitsu, call up 516-387-1941, And uh, also there were fights at the Crosstown Classic between the Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs. 
a woman even being thrown into a garbage can. And so, uh, according to those, and I guess in the Chicago Cubs bullpen and the Chicago White Sox bullpen pitchers, I guess they saw a lot of fights going on in the stands. When you mix alcohol and two fan groups that don't like each other, that's what happens, everybody. So, um, again, phone number call, 516 uh, 387-1941, 516-387-1941. And so, um, I'm here trying to do two things multitask at once. And if you've called, um, I do have a lag in my computer, but obviously, uh, not as much of a lag as there was. So we'll be on the air till nine o'clock. Of course, Harry Carey had a saying, big possums walk late. But I don't see any possums late, lately, big or small. Uh, the show does start, everybody, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, not 8 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. That's when the show is on. And so, trying to I got most of my clips, just not um, not all of them. One of my clips I'm missing. Hopefully, hopefully it will be loaded. And so, um, of course, there's not in addition to my show on Sundays. 8 p.m. Eastern Time to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time to 9 p.m. Central Time. There is Jason uh, Cuban's Street Beefs Fight Talk Live. Street Beefs Fight Talk Live, where he has, he didn't have it last Sunday, yesterday. It was was postponed, but he has it, um, you know, pretty much on Sundays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, and where he has, the this date in history, that's one of my favorite segments. You get to learn all the stuff that happened on that day, on uh, yesterday being Sunday, September 23rd. And then in, a, in addition to that, the What Could It Be Trivia Challenge. I was looking forward to that, but there was no show. And with no show, there's no What Could It Be Trivia Challenge. And then that's on Sundays. So on Wednesdays, you have the, you know, um, the University of Higher Learning with the professor, Keith Vaughn, and I was hoping he would be able to call, but maybe um, the professor is busy, you know, speaking somewhere or um, doing, you know, um, a, a man of many talents. So, But um, his show is on Wednesdays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m. Central Time to 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And then, so I was hoping he would call. So I don't know what it is tonight. Maybe something about Monday night. You also have Monday night football too. So, and um, so I don't know if people are busy watching the Monday night game. I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play tonight. I forget who the Buccaneers are playing, but uh, the Bears are two and one. They're in first place. Um, of course, I'm calling from 32 miles northwest of the greatest sports city in the world, Chicago, Illinois, and my Bears are in first place. It was a little bit hard. Um, it was like, you know, the defense kind of reminds me of a 63 team. The defense used to say to the offense, 
fold them. You know, because the defense pretty much, um, even though they had some players, Mike Ditka, Johnny Morris, Bo Ferenson, who was a rookie, who had like uh, 70 catches apiece, but they just had problems uh, scoring. Uh, so, um, again, I'm getting a message, so I'm kind of hoping. Uh, uh, so, and apparently he's found it. So now, hopefully, I get some answers, you know, Jason. Because we were looking for a clip, and he didn't see it either, so. So, not as furious as Hawk Harrelson. That'd be pretty hard. So, we're looking for Hawk Harrelson furious after um, Mark Wagner, um, you know, ejected one Jose Quintana. So, and I'm being told to stand by. So, so I was hoping to have that for later. And we have a caller. Hello, Eureka. We have a caller, and 973, is that you, Lewis? Yes, it is, Glenn. I, I told you I'd be here. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm kind of hoping to keep a call in, too. But, uh, of course, um, this is Lewis Tenure. Hey, he has people. a show. What's that? I'm a people. Yes, you are. You, you are. It's right now you, yourself, and you. Um, uh, so you're the first one to call tonight, first of many. Jackson Todd said that he'll call. And uh, tell us, everybody, about your show again. All right. It's called the Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, we're on Sports by the Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, we're on 6 okay. to 8 p.m. That's Eastern Time. That's 5 to 7 where you are. 5 to and 7 we handle, my time. Yes. Uh, we handle um, mostly uh, the major topics in sports. We cover all we cover all the bases, uh, no pun intended. Uh, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Um, if there's anything going on in the golf world, we cover that, or in horse racing or whatever. And you know, of course, also there was, our there was something the going on in golf. There was something going on in golf. Yes, there was the Tour Championship, and Tiger Woods won his first title in five years. It's uh, the, his first win. Now, is that like if you win that one, you, you're the king of the PGA, or is that just another tournament? Well, considering he didn't win any of the other tournaments uh, this year, I wouldn't say he's the king, but he is. He is uh, roaring back. We'll put it to you that way. So, so if you win that one, are you considered like the PGA champion for the year, the overall one? That's like kind of like the. Remember Probably they have the not, BM. Because it, it depends on your point total. Okay. Yeah. So, so he won uh, the tournament, but his point total is, but uh, like, don't they have like? Remember, and it it wasn't normally. It's at, at Cock Hill, over in the in the western suburbs, you know, in Lamont. <laughs> um, they they do have like, and they they did not have it there this year. Every other year or every three years, they they do have the, you know, the um, what used Water to be Cup? the Western Open. And, yeah, it used to be the Western Open. Open now it's called the BMX, whatever it is, or the right. Uh, you know what? I, I guess um, BMW, the BMW, BMW. championship the second or, round. Yeah, yeah. And BMW so it was kind of, kind of appropriate, but um, yeah, but but sadly, but sadly, you know, you know, those of us who, you know, the sad part about it, they don't have it every year, and I, I'm sure you were a big. Um, 
a big fan of when it was in um, Lamont, Illinois, right? Well, being enough from Cotch that Hill. area, not really, but <laughs> I mean, really, I pay attention I mean, to only the, the the major tournaments. Okay. You know, like like the Masters, the U.S. Open, uh, even the British Open, and the PGA Championship. So I pay attention mostly to the majors. But I was following this story uh, with Woods on how he was doing after the first round. And, when I, and sharing the lead, I'm like, well, this could be this could be interesting, fellas. So uh, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my eye on this throughout the weekend. And sure enough, uh, golf fans. I didn't know about Tiger, it until yesterday. Yep, I didn't know yes. about it until yesterday. But you know, so normally I pay attention to the you know just those four tournaments. But uh, you know, again with the Western Open, that is near and dear, you know, in a, in our in the Chicago area. And that's uh, Joe well, Jemsek. He ran Cock Hill. He has passed on. So, um, and of course, the PGA decided to run it um, every other year or every three years there. And um, you know, that that was something that many Chicagoans looked forward to. It was in Lamont, Illinois, in the suburbs. And uh, you know, it used mm-hmm. to be at, at Butler National, which kind of discriminated, segregated, you know, against women or minorities. So. Um, it ended up going to Lamont, and um, definitely um, it was it was an easy yeah. course. But I mean, it was like, but the the thing is, you know, it's like, um, you know, um, it was a little bit challenging in some parts. But you know, Joe Jemsek is an old school, um, yeah, you know, golf course guy, and so he always mm-hmm. made it interesting, and it was definitely worth it. So uh, I definitely, um, I definitely, you know. Sadly, he passed on. So, but we, um, I was going to do a tribute a little later, and I'm hoping you know, okay. um, you know, because in addition this weekend it was the last, um, you know, Hawk Harrelson. It was his last um, telecast of uh, Chicago White Sox baseball yesterday, and so his last one on WGN was Saturday. He he is, as you could say, uh, his career is over. He gone, you know, he to spend more time with his uh, grandchildren. So um, definitely, um, as far as I'm concerned, many White Sox fans, and there's some who are happy, but either love him or hate him. You know, some got tired of him um, ripping on the umpires. So, um, but me, I enjoy that. You know, I I love homers. I love homers. And um, Jack Brickhouse was a homer. A, A lot of your great umpires were homers. You know, many, many, many of them in the Hall of Fame were homers. Jack Brickhouse was one. Harry Carey, remember? Cup fan, butt sure. man, remember that one? And even though he would he rip his t- teams, yeah, but he didn't rip it as much as he was with the White Sox or Cardinals. So, uh, but I think he was told to tone it down. But he he would rip them a little bit. But, right. You know, when when Cubs fans, you know, when he came to the Cubs, it's like, oh, you know, it, it's like. Oh wow, you know, and they like they remember Harry Carey. So it took a little warming up. Remember Harry too? Sure enough, yep. But I mean, I mean, they they they, they remember Jack Brickhouse. It's like, oh man, you know. I mean, they remember Jack Brickhouse, and it's like this guy, you know, he came from the White Sox. So it took a little warming up, but eventually they got used to Harry Carey. They love Harry Carey, and I think uh, I don't sure. know if he was even, asked to tone it down, here. but yep, yep. So, uh, but everybody loved him. But the Cubs fans loved him because they didn't like anybody to say anything discouraging about their team. And uh, White Sox fans, we didn't mind, you know. So he was more critical. 
especially when he had Jimmy Pearsall. But um, Hawk Harrelson, and he would rip the team too, but, uh, you know, at times yeah. he would rip uh, he ripped the pitching, he would rip the, the hitting, certain situations, and uh, he definitely knew the game. But, um, you know, he it's like he even admitted he wanted the White Sox. He thought the White Sox could win every game. And if if, if he was upset every game? with the with the umpires, he that's what he said. He thought that they had the ability to win every game. He even said that in an mm-hmm. interview. And it's like if if he they didn't play well, he he would mention it. If he thought the pitching didn't uh, pitch well, he would mention it. But if the umpiring, he would definitely get on the umpires, you know. And the Mark Wagner one, and uh, that is loading right now. I there was one I did not see. And I'm kind of hoping it processes. So, you know, on my board, all of them had loaded. I I want to include the Mark Wagner one, and I'm sure you remember the Mark Wagner one, right? Uh, vaguely. When Hawk goes off, and it's like um, a couple uh, White Sox hitters, Paul Konerko, AJ Przinsky, were hit. Oh, Pernico. oh, sure. And, and Jose um, Jose Quintana threw behind. Um, you know, threw behind. Uh, I forget who the 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 Tampa Bay uh, Ray uh, hitter was, and then Wagner mm-hmm. just decides to kick him out. And the whole <laughs> beauty of it, the way Hawk reacted, and you know he's old school, and it's like you know normally there's a warning given, but there yes. was no warning, and so no that's when the fun started. No mm-hmm. warning, no warning given to Jose Quintana. Normally there's a uh, there, there wasn't a warning to the starting pitcher for the Rays also. So if there's not a war, uh, you know, if they're not being warned, you know, he wasn't warned to begin with. So since they're, normally they would wait for the retaliation by the opposing pitcher if the one batter, one pitcher had hit a batter or two. So um, maybe they expected it to, uh, to happen. And so that's when you, usually when there's a retaliation, that's when you get a warning. And there was no warning, and talk went off. And the next yeah. day, true story. I don't know if you heard, you, you know the backstory about this. The next day, he Probably received a, foul, uh, a, a telephone call from a certain individual um, who was a good friend of Jerry Reinsdorf, but he used to be an owner, but he's not an owner any. Uh, he was not an owner then. He had a higher position than an owner, tri commissioner of baseball, Ellen Bud mm-hmm. Selick. And guess oh, who he called? He called me. He, he, uh, he called him, right? He called Hawk. Hawk Harrelson, he who Hawk. got his name from Henrietta Hawk from the old Looney Tunes cartoons. Apparently, one of his uh, teammates, oh, I, I guess it was, yeah. you know, uh, I guess, you know, he would, what, what was it, with the chicken or whatever it was? I forget the name. Um, the chicken, Henrietta well, Hawk. Falkhorn Lakehorn, yep. So Falkhorn Lakehorn would be with Henrietta Hawk. So what are you doing? Yep. So so because Henrietta Hawk would be, um, you know, uh, known for being a talker, as I am. So that's how Hawk got his nickname for his talking, Henrietta Hawk. And he was a pretty good boxer and and a known street fighter also. And rumor Mm -hmm. has it that he he had, um, after being baited by Jay Mariotti, he apparently punched him in the face. From what I understand, Ooh, so, okay. So um, I guess he said I will sue, and then I, apparently he he did uh, get a hold of him, you know. And this is when Jay Mariotti was a columnist for the Chicago Sun Times in Chicago. They were playing the Minnesota Twins. 
I think that was, um, but I'm, from what I heard, I guess he got a hold of him and he punched him in the face. So, yeah, Ellen Butsey with the commissioner of baseball, uh, called Hawk Harrelson, and what Hawk said, he did a lot of listening, and uh, uh, and I just got someone else asking what show. Uh, so he did a lot of listening, and, um, and of course, um, the commissioner did a lot of talking. It was a one-way conversation. And he was probably saying, you don't say this, you don't do this, you know, and Hawk was saying, yes, sir, yes, sir. So uh, Hawk did, obviously, he, I don't know if he was fine, remember if he was fine or anything. Uh, mm. uh, okay. So I'm um, trying to do two things at once. Somebody was asking what show, and I'm sure you have to do that too. So, uh, yes. so um, again, he he was pretty much he was pretty much asked to asked to uh so he he was um you know he was he was again um the commissioner was not happy with him and he might have been fine but after that he he was told to tone it down pretty much you know that you were you were in the wrong and he said thank you Mr. Commissioner and then that was it uh-huh. so um I'm gonna pay tribute to Hawk later hopefully my the Mark Wagner clip will will run, so you and everybody else can enjoy it. Um, and then um, also, I'm a um, September 22nd, of course, was um, you know um, that was 1959, 59th anniversary of the White Sox when it went in the American League pennant, and uh, of course that's when the celebration turned into panic, and so uh, you know, but I'm I'm. I will save that for later on as to, um, again, wh- what that has to do with me. And, um, you know, as um, uh, – and uh, so I'm, I'm going to play a couple clips a little later and obviously explain that before we leave the air. So, um, again, and, and, and I'd mention the story to you. And um, – Again, you know, people wonder, well, one, I'm a White Sox fan. Two, they won the pennant. But there's more to it mm-hmm. than that, as you know. I'm sure. And so, uh, and you know, just explain the parameters and even even some White Sox fans. I mean, you know, the one demographic of the, um, later on, an editor, sports editor of the Chicago Tribune said he was sure that the uh, um, um, you know he was sure that the White Sox won the pennant, you know, but he still hid under his bed thinking that it could have been the Russians too. And so, hold on one second. Hmm. Sorry about that. We we might have another caller. All right. And. Jackson Todd is supposed to call too, but he's not the one who is messaging me. So, so um, I'm going to pay tribute to that a little later, also, and uh, you know, and and this person does do. Um, he's trained in uh, a plethora of martial arts. Who had messaged me, so it would be a first-time caller, and I love first-time callers, and I love all my callers too. So, I'm kind of hoping that. Once he sees the number and he just saw this, that he'll be able to call in. 
and call the show. And we have a little bit more than 40 minutes left. So uh, in, in the meantime, I'm kind of hoping I can get my clip also. I mean, that last clip, the Mark Wagner one. Let me just refresh. Mm-hmm. You have to do that every once in a while. i got a slow computer, but it's I'm not getting the lag tonight. I want to do that to make sure the clip loads. And it should be with the rest of my clips. So hold on one second. I want that to be part part of the tribute. And hold on. Oh, jeez. And and I got a big board. This is an extremely extremely big board. Okay. Well, I'm going to start the tribute right now before we get any callers. So, again, um, yesterday was the last game ever. The telecast by um, legendary and immortal uh, announcer for the Chicago White Sox, former Major League player, uh, the Hawk, Ken the Hawk Harrelson. And, of course, I have many memories of the Hawk. And there are memories like these where Hawk wasn't happy. And if he was furious, he better not be like Major League umpire Mark Wagner. Why? To done. Watch out. Oh, what are you doing? He threw him out of the ball game. You gotta be facing me. What in the hell are you doing? What are you doing, Wagner? You gotta be kidding me. That is so bad. That is absolutely brutal. That's incredible. That is unbelievable. I'll tell you what, they have got to start making guys be accountable. That is totally absurd. That just tells you he has the blue. Here's an umpire in the American League knows nothing about the game of baseball. That's unbelievable. Take a look at this replay. Well, obviously, A.J. got hit. And this one was thrown... Okay, behind him, but below the waist, that, that, that's brutal. That really is. They have got to do something about yeah. this, I'll tell you. they got some guys in this league that have no business umpiring. Yeah, that's... They have no business umpiring because they don't know what the game of baseball is about. And he is one of them. We have always had problems with this guy right here. Well, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, sure, you know, A.J. got hit, and look, he got hit in the upper part of his body, and right there, okay, we're going to send a little warning to these guys, send, the, the, send a message. Just throw I'll one tell you, he ought to be suspended. He ought to be suspended, and if they want to keep him as an umpire, send him back to school and teach him what this game is about. Yeah. Yeah, that... That's... And you take the ball out of Quintana's hands, how many opportunities are you going to win, be able to uh, win a major league ball game? That's Here's unbelievable. Inning with two out. That is absolutely unbelievable. 
Hi, we'll be back. And, of course, the commissioners disagree with what Hawk Harrelson said, as I had mentioned with the follow-up, you know, to the story. But, so, obviously, well, if no you didn't want to get Hawk angry. What's that? Yep. Well, you didn't want to get Hawk angry. Yeah. That's the only thing that uh, Hawk Harrelson was uh, not afraid to admit to say how he felt. Oh, yeah, he was not afraid. He was not afraid. Not and he told all. it like it was. Judging and, of course, he... he 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 didn't he wasn't afraid of the consequences either and of course we found out uh, he found out the next day that the commissioner did not share his opinion so that was you didn't want Hawk on your on your bad side and then of course there's one uh, Doctor Hawk with Todd Fraser after he was hit he went down and he let what was it Steve Stone I guess um, you know take control of the the telecast when he was checking on on Todd Fraser so. There was Dr. Hawk, there was Angry Hawk there, but there was Happy Hawk. And these are my three favorite Hawk Harrelson moments. I wasn't at this one, but I was at the other two. And here's this one coming up. Some defensive changes. Pochednik has shifted to left, and Dwayne Wise has come into the game in center field. And the count, one and two. Michael Hernandez on deck, and Jason Bartlett in the hole. Up high, didn't bite. Out in front, yanks it. Way foul. Normally, when a guy gets around that quickly, a change-up is forthcoming. That ball hit deep into left center field. Wise back, back. Makes the catch! What a play! Wise makes the catch! What a play by Wise! Mercy! A great catch! By Dwayne Wise. It's unbelievable as Wise goes back into the wall knowing he has no room to spare. He goes up over the wall and then juggles it before corralling it. What a play by Wise. Under the circumstances, one of the greatest catches I have ever seen in 50 years in this game. As Hernandez can't get it. Wayne goes up over the wall and then almost drops it. That was incredible. That was unbelievable. Two and one to Hernandez. I don't think Mark Burley can believe it. Full count. He gone. One to go. 
That's another changeup. He's used it perfectly today, and the hottest hitter on this team stands in between Mark Burley and perfection. Welcome to the show. Again, it's a show about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. Uh, Street Beefs, okay. uh, what's good with Glenn? Street Beefs, buck up or shut up. And um, a 120-minute journey into the world of health, fitness, nutrition, and training. And some additional stuff, as you heard. As um, I live in the Chicago area. If you're familiar with Hawk Harrelson, he was the announcer of my favorite baseball team, the Chicago White Sox. And uh, this past weekend was his last ever game as a member of it. So just going through some of the highlights of um, my, my favorite moments of Hawk Harrelson. He was also a street fighter and a boxer himself, but in his eighth fight, after knocking out everybody in the first seven, he fought somebody smaller and then he ended up getting knocked out himself by a smaller opponent. But um, so tell us um, before I play a couple more clips uh, about that. And so uh, let's see. He, okay, he posted, okay, somebody posted something in Street Beefs. So uh, uh, that's my fellow, um, you know, um, Street Beefs uh, host, uh, Jason Cuban, who has a show on Sunday nights. So tell us a little about yourself, Roman, about your training, your background. Um, my background is um, for martial arts, I did two years of kickboxing when I was 11 through 13. And then from 17 to now, and I'm 21, um, the last four years I've been training in multiple different martial arts, from Krav Maga, um, some uh, Judo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and um, Wing Chun. Okay, and so uh, Wing Chun or Wing Chi, so, so pretty much, again, not only the boxing, but you also, in Wing Chun, that's what um, Bruce Lee did. Um, yes. You know, what and so, um, obviously, that helps with the defense, not only with boxing, but also with, with grappling, too, if someone wants to take you to the ground. And um, yes. there's someone, um, you might have heard I, of him, Dominic Gizzo, who has YouTube clips um, in which he's very proficient at it. And uh, there was a, somebody who, I'm sure you're familiar with the, I think it's like the fifth stage, the ring, the, the big ring in that, 
uh, my grappling, mm-hmm. boxing, and weight training instructor, Neil Savoni, sold this uh, guy named Sinjay, who has a gym in West Chicago, Illinois, not too far from where I was at in, in Streamwood. He sold him a ring, so I, while he was busy taking care of customers, he also had a supplement store. I, I, I tried to, you know, I figured I would try to, you know, see if I can take Sanjay down. So just we were talking a little bit. Obviously, it didn't go too well, and so I tried to, you know, uh, strike him. And then right. he pretty much, uh, um, it's, I thought it was defensive. It's pretty offensive, you know. And so let's just mm-hmm. say he gave me a few love taps, and, and so it did not go well for the Glen. So uh, that's something that's on my bucket list. So which is your favorite? Which are you most proficient at? Um, Me and also along with, uh, I forgot to bring up, while I was in high school, I had my years of wrestling. So that was that also helped me on my ground game. But me personally, I, I'm most proficient in my Krav Maga in kickboxing. And I'm excellent on the ground, but that's just because so, of my wrestling. So even though you're, you're good on the ground, you're very good, obviously, wrestling and jiu-jitsu, but you say you're more yep. proficient in the air because Krav Maga is yes, probably I'm, more, I'm more per- strikes. Yes, I'm, I'm more proficient on my stand-up. Okay, and, that, and that's pretty good because – but you're, you're, you, you definitely you, – you seem like – because Conor McGregor, he's definitely uh, more known for boxing – I guess he's good on the ground too, but the one. Um, so, which people give you the most trouble? Um, do pe- do ground people give you trouble, or or people with with who are good strikers? Which are the ones that uh, is most difficult um, for you? Honestly, if I like, if I'm, I like to keep keep it stand up. But if I if I get to the ground. It's it's not something I have to worry about unless um, because I can fight from my back, you know. But mm-hmm. I I personally like to keep yes, and that's me, very important to fight on your back for sure. Yes, and me I personally like to keep it at a standoff. Okay, so you prefer to keep it definitely in the air, and that's. But if you have to on your back, you're proficient, and you probably could submit someone from their back too. Yeah. Um, I know there's there's one. Whatever comes through. Or there's one. Mm, you put because, your hand ab- above the shoulder. Let's just say if it's on the right side, you put your hand above above the the bicep and that, and then you grab you grab their wrist, and then you you do like a key lock whatever, and then you um, you push it back. Yeah, the Kimura. And then you can do that. Being on the bottom, and and um, yes. I learned that one. I want to say last week, and that is a fun move. Yes. I, yeah, and, and it's like, fun. and so um, that me, is a lot of fun. I learned um, through my training. I've learned different things. Um, for example, uh, a standing kimura. A what? Mm-hmm. A standing kimura. So. The okay. move that you were just talking about, where they can do it on the ground, you can do sure. it standing up as well. And if you drive forward enough, say two guys are stood face to face, right? Oh, a standing kimura. Um, okay, yeah. Oh, yep. sure. Once you get the, if you drive in and get that lock locked in and push forward, 
you can pop someone's shoulder straight out, but that's just due to my self-defense, you know. It taught okay. me how to, and, and, I was taught how to defend against, like, say, a gun or a knife. That is proficient if you're defending against a knife. I mean a gun. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no problem. No problem. Okay. And so um, I'm going to play a couple more clips. I mean, um, okay. hope you don't mind. I'm going to play a couple more clips of my um, – for my favorite baseball team, one of my favorite announcers, and Harry Carey w- announced for the White Sox oh, also. Yeah. Je- so did Jack Brickhouse. So I wasn't at the Mark Burley perfect game one. I had to work that day, but I was at this game, and I was uh, remember I was talking to you and Betty on Saturday. I had a conversation with the closer of the Cleveland Indians because my seat, um, section 103, row 8, was like, and guess who was to my left? And he had his jacket on, the closer for the Cleveland Indians, Bob Wickman. I said, Bob, you won't need the jacket. You won't need the jacket, yep. I guarantee you. Because, uh, you know, uh, Raphael Betancourt was in there. And usually, I guess they were going to bring him in when, you know, when your team gets the lead. Some would bring in the closer if the game's tied in the next inning. But if you bring him in, what happens if the game continues? Mm-hmm. So they figure, okay, let's get the lead first. I said, Bob, you won't need be needed. Take off your uh, – you know, don't take off your jacket. And sure enough, I was at this game. Guess the Dunn. Watch out. Oh, oh, what are you doing? He threw him out of the ball game. You- what happened, everybody, and uh, as he was leaving, I said, uh, I told you, I told you, uh, Bob Wakeman, who was a second-round draft pick of the Chicago White Sox, I told you it wouldn't be needed. This th- this season is over. The Chicago White Sox are the American League Central Division champs. I could see Bob Wakeman laughing, and then he would uh, raise the B for victory sign, or the P sign. I guess it was the V for victory, so well, this that was a fun moment. 2005, you got it. And then you know what happened after that. That pretty much was the death knell. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, on Monday, it was like a couple of days later, on a Monday in Detroit, Paul Canerco caught a line drive, and that was it. Uh, the White Sox, American League Central Division champs, they would, of course, go on to eliminate the Red Sox. They would eliminate the, you know, uh, lose one game, but eliminate the now the Los Angeles Angels, then the World Series sweeping the Astros, and you know the rest of the story. And I was also at this game, my favorite moment, I kept score because I knew it was going to happen, and I'm kind of hoping, hold on one second here, let me find the clip. I have uh, a big board here, and uh, uh, let's see if I can find it. Come on, come on. Um, And I'm sure you have problems with that um, when you run the board also with your show, right? Uh, You know, Lewis? Occasionally. Okay, and and I'm kind of, I don't know why I'm not seeing it, but hold on one second here, folks. A little te- technical difficulties. This one it was um, it was his bobblehead day, and I just uh, went right past it. It was his bobblehead day for this individual. I kept score, 
And it's kind of uh, ironic and uh, appropriate on this bobblehead day. It was uh, ninth inning. Darren Erstead got on. The White Sox had tied it. And this happened. My favorite, Paul Carroll. Oh, Sunday, that was the opening, uh, the home opener for the Chicago Bears. And for a team that was going nowhere, nearly 30,000 showed up for the White Sox game with another 62,000 uh, on the lakefront to watch the Bears uh, win their opener against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, and we're, we're, we're kind of in the final 20 minutes, so I got, I got two more clips to play. And 59 years ago, this happened. And you're wondering, what does this have to do with me? Well, uh, Chicago White Sox won, uh, you know, again, won the American League pennant on, on uh, this is the ninth inning, uh, this clip, and I'm, hopefully I can find it. Uh, hold on one second, because I want to have time for our shout-outs here uh, with this. And uh, hold on, hold on. And I'm not finding it right now. Uh, give me a couple of minutes, but um, they were playing the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland, Ohio, and it was uh, September 22nd, and again, I just have to find uh, the clip. I found it earlier, and scattered uh, over the place, and hold on one second. I know I saw it earlier. Here it is. And so, um, and there is a curveball playing this a little one. later. Hell has been on base once. He walked and scored in the fifth inning. He is 0 for 2. He was the first man Shaw faced when Bob came in in the sixth inning with two outs, and he hit into a fourth play. There's a high fly ball out of the short right. Nelson Fox back in the grass. Calls for the ball. He takes it. One out. There's a liner, left liner, back to the Fox, who drops to Aparicio, hoping maybe Louie can make the play, but he can't. And so, it is an infield single, not back at second base, for Baxter. That means that the man coming to bat, Harshman, represents the tying run in the last half of the ninth inning. Ball two, strike one. There's a line drop in to right field. Hold up a moment. Now advances to second. There are Cleveland runners on first and second with one out, and Pearsall is up. The ground ball. Blue Fox in the short right. The runners start to move. The bases are full. A hard line drive. Handcuff. Nelson Fox. 
He moved over as quickly as he could. Had he been able to make a clean pickup, it might have been a double play ball. It goes for a base hit for Pearsall, his third straight. And now with the base and one out, here comes Al Lopez out. Coming in now early. So far, Jerry has won eight and lost four this year. He has been in 64 ball games. This makes his 65th relief appearance. He has pitched 113 innings. A crowd of over 54,000 people absolutely rooted to their seats. Riveted to the edges of their seats at Cleveland. WGN Television. Here we go. Power is one for four. An infield single. There's a ground ball. Caparicio has a step on second. Throws the first. The ball game's over. The White Sox on the champions for 1959. A 40-year Wait has now ended. The White Sox have won it. The White Sox have won it. A double play by Louie. He grabbed the ball. He stepped on second. He fired the first. And pandemonium reigns in Chicago. I know. Those no signs. Blow those whistles. And a stun crowd in The base is full with only one angel's power at bat. A matter of seconds ago is now trying to file its morose and sullen and unhappy and semi-conscious way to the exits here. The White Sox dugout is crazy, and there is a shot as they go in the dressing room, and we're going to have a dressing room show for you in just a moment, and I'll be back in a moment with a recap on this game. Sox, American League champions for 1959. Four runs, nine hits, one error. Winning pitcher win, 21-10. and 10. And for Cleveland, two runs, 11 hits, and no errors. The losing pitcher, Perry. Time of the game, I don't have any idea how long it ran, and I'm not going to go bother to look now. 54,293 people. It's all over in the American League. And uh, uh, we want you to, we want you to uh, stay with us now for the 10th inning, because you know and I know the 10th inning is going to be a real big ball down in that clubhouse. Incidentally, before I sign off, though, I want to say this. The White Sox are going to arrive on a United Charter approximately 1.15 now, we think, uh, Chicago time at that National Guard Armory, which will be at 63rd Street near Central, I believe, southwest at the airport. That'll be about 1.15, and I'd sure like... by HFC Household Finance Corporation, America's oldest and largest company making installment cash loans. More about that later. Right now, down to the dressing room, the Sox dressing room, and here's Lou Boudreaux. Run by Smith. That really gave us a little something to work on, and I think it was your home run. Get up there, young fellow. Come on, now. Get up there. I think it was your two fellas' home run that gives the manager that extra run to work on. And Smitty, that ball felt pretty good that you hit one. Yes, it did, Lou. I want to... And that was um, Lou Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, 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 both of you are there, right? Yes. Okay, and and that was from 1959, and 
you're wondering, what does this have to do with me? I'm gonna the next one, the final clip, that has to do with uh, again the aftermath, and of course it was the time of the Cold War, um, uh, in which um, both the U.S. and Russia had had the atomic bomb, and so yeah. people would have bomb um, bomb shelters, air raid sirens. You know, people heard air raid sirens, they would get scared. So. You did not have Facebook. You did not have the Internet back then. So, mm-hmm. obviously, right. if you weren't a baseball fan, if you weren't a, uh, a baseball fan or if you were a Cubs fan, I'm being redundant here because, to me, I think White Sox fans are more knowledgeable than Cubs fans. But uh, And and speaking of mm-hmm. which, this past weekend, uh, the Cubs and White Sox played each other. According to Jesse Rogers, who's with the ESPN affiliate in Chicago, he's a reporter. I think he covers the Cubs. Uh, he said, according, he tweeted, according to the bullpen, I would assume the Cubs bullpen and maybe the White Sox bullpen too, there were a lot of fights in the stands, including a woman being thrown into a garbage can. Yes, yeah. when you get two teams with two fan groups, the White Sox and the Cubs, who don't like each one another and don't like uh, the White Sox fans, don't like the Cubs fans and the Cubs themselves, and the Cubs fans don't like the White Sox fans and the White Sox also, and when you mix alcohol, you know what happens. So right. uh, it gets but, ugly. Uh, it gets ugly. So not only at street beef where there was boxing and MMA that. and, and uh, even combative jujitsu, and you know you had a little bit of that this weekend. So, but Cubs fans aren't as knowledgeable. So if you're a baseball fan or if you're a Cubs fan, and even some White Sox fans, Dan McGrath, I mentioned earlier before Roland came on. Uh, he was uh, a sports editor of the Chicago Tribune and a White Sox fan, so he said he was sure it was because the White Sox had won the pennant. But he also thought it could have been because of the Russians, you know, that they might hear the air raid sirens. There could have been, you know, they had the atomic bomb. So I'm going to play – I wasn't going to play the whole clip, but we're getting late on time. I, I want to save time for the, you know, for your shout-out. Scared me half to death because that was the Cold War. They were terrified. It was September 22nd, 1959, 40 years since the White Sox had been to the World Series. But on this night, the drought had finally ended. The Sox beat Cleveland to win the American League pennant. There was utter jubilation, and public officials sent Chicago into a panic when they blew the city air raid sirens to celebrate the monumental win. I thought I knew what it was, but how could you be sure? Although Mayor Daley and Fire Commissioner Quinn were both Southsiders and huge White Sox fans. You have to think 1959, during the height of the Cold War, what does does a siren mean? I was cowering under my bed. I was, it's got to be the the White Sox. I don't think it's the Russians. Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all the way. The 1959 White Sox was a team built on... Okay. I, uh, there's a little bit more, and it talks about the 59 team. So, so what does this have to do with Glenn? Uh, well, there was, uh, man, I, I, I don't know. hope I didn't give anything away, but there was a woman on the west side of Chicago in her kitchen doing the dishes. I'm not sure if she had the game on, and this woman was a Cubs fan. And so, uh, sure enough, Aparicio stepped on second through the first, for the inning ending, um, uh, you know, inning ending, game ending, um, 1959 American League pennant ending, pennant clinching double play, 
and the Chicago White Sox win the 1959 American League pennant. Obviously, uh, jubilation, but the air raid siren sounded, and that woman doing the dishes, who was carrying a baby in her stomach, uh, panicked when she heard the air raid sirens and fell. Um, five weeks later, uh, and this was on a Tuesday night, on a Tuesday night, uh, September 22nd, 1959, when the American League, when the Chicago White Sox won the American League pennant. Five weeks later, also on a Tuesday, but earlier that day, on a Tuesday morning, uh, September 27, 1959, at 8.36 a.m., that woman who fell when she heard the air raid sirens carrying that baby, and that baby couldn't really say anything, only nudge against the stomach saying, don't, don't worry, you know, don't worry, it's not the, the Russians uh, with, the, with the bomb. They're not bombing. It's the White Sox winning the American League pennant. So that woman at, at Garfield Memorial Hospital uh, had a baby boy that weighed a little bit more than six pounds. And the father, you know, her husband, father, uh, seeing that boy, said, we're going to need to fatten him up a little bit. And so uh, so that, that woman who gave birth to that baby boy weighing more than six pounds, who fell five weeks earlier upon, um, you know, hearing the air raid sirens that, that the White Sox have won the pennant, uh, that baby boy she gave birth to, well, if I'm a little goofy, if I'm a little weird, and by the way, it was by cesarean section. The birth was by cesarean section, and it was a perfect birth. But if I'm a little goofy and a little weird, you know why, guys. Guess who that baby boy that weighed more than six pounds was? It was me. Harry Carey? I, I, nope, it wasn't Harry Carey, even though he's a little weird and goofy, too. You're kidding. I know you, Lewis. I know you all too well. But I was that baby boy, Hulk everybody. Harrelson it wasn't Hawk Harrelson. But he's a little weird and goofy, too. I, I think maybe from that knockout in his eighth uh, pro fight, boxing fight, under an assumed name. Otherwise, who knows what would have happened. But yes, right. I'm that baby boy. And that's why hmm. September 22nd will always be memorable. And it could have yes. been why I'm, I was a White Sox fan. I like both teams. Also, Cubs fans. Uh, there was my counselor, I want to say at a day camp, we would play softball. We would play, you know, um, you know, uh, 500. You catch a ball, it's 100 points on a bounce, 50 points. And he was saying, mm-hmm. I saw the White Sox game last night. They were playing the Angels, and I saw Bill Melton strike out four times. He was the third baseman for the White Sox. So yes. I liked both teams until Ber- Ernie Banks retired, you know, and then after he hit his 500 home run, when he Ernie. retired – it was, yep, everybody, even if you're a White Sox fan, you loved Ernie, but you didn't like Cubs fans. And I think with interleague play, that's what really made uh, the animosity between the White Sox fans and Cubs fans even more, and the White Sox fans toward the Cubs and the Cubs fans toward the White Sox, you know, especially when A.J. Pruszynski got punched by Michael Barrett. And I was at that game, too. You know, I could have played a clip of that. Yeah. but So that's why, that's why, you know, pretty much everybody, I am um, – you know, if I'm a little weird or goofy, I was that baby boy, and my mom fell carrying me. And she even said years later, she said, I remember you, I fell carrying you. I said, I remember the White Sox won the pennant five weeks earlier. She said, it's their fault. She was a Cubs fan. It's their fault. That's why I fell. It's all their fault. So it might be their fault, Mom. But, again, I was trying to nudge you saying, don't worry, it's not the Russians, it's the White Sox. So 
That's the uh, that's my show, everybody. Any final the White Sox are Russians? What? What's up? Uh, <laughs> the White Sox and, 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 uh, and Roman, you would appreciate that because you're part Russian. You're Russian also, right? Yes, uh, I was born over in Russia. Oh. Um, yep. My actual, it's weird, but uh, I'm I checked uh, my uh, like the ancestry dot com. Uh, did yep. the DNA testing and came back 100% Russian. Okay. But, um, but uh, again, it was the way it was back then. So I time for the shout-outs, you know. So do you guys have any right. shout-outs? Uh, Who wants to well, go first? Um, I do have a shout but it's not to uh, any, but anyone particular that I know. But uh, shout-out to the New York Yankees as they made the wild card spot and we're going to the playoffs. Okay, congrats um, to the New York Yankees. I like them better than the Red Sox anyway, but... Thank God. I have a shout-out to the Lions for having a phenomenal game against the Patriots. Oh, so happy. Oh, oh you're a Lions fan, and that's right. When I heard oh, no, that, no. my roommate told me... I'm more well, of a Giants fan, but I live in Michigan, so I support the, I support the, the Lions. Well, good for you, and um, I'm a Bears fan, so we are we are rivals in the NFC North. Uh, but uh, congrats! Yeah. I'm a well, I got a root for my you know I've been a long time, long time Bears fan. So um, yeah, you know Walter Payton, Gail Sayers, Dick Buckus, Mike Singletary, the Super Bowl shuffle. I'm sure you heard that. So yeah, and, and my roommate told me, and it's like, oh, really? So if you're Tom Brady, and and also I, I mentioned this, it's like. Who would want the Gronk? Rob, Rob Gronkowski is overrated anyway. But right. in, uh, in April, the Patriots came close to trading Rob Gronkowski to Gronk, and guess where he came close to trading him? Where? The Detroit Lions. They came. Uh, can you imagine? It, I don't know if you would want Rob Gronkowski, but I'm, I'm sure um, Stanford could use as much help, I mean, right now. But Stanford congrats. Yes. Yeah. On, on, on defeating the New England Patriots, and that's a big win. As uh, you know, is this is this it for the Patriots? Is this like the Bears in uh, I want to say '93 or '94 when when they before um, the year that Mike Ditka was fired? So, but uh, again, congrats on your win. It looks like I think all four teams, the the Lions, the Packers, the Vikings, and the Bears, it's going to be a wild, you know. Um, Wild ride in the NFC North. I mean, all, all four teams have a chance. So any more shout-outs right. or just to the just just to the Lions? Teams. That's a, that's it. Okay. Well, I want to thank I want to thank Lewis for calling, and for a while there, the first hour I had no callers. Woo! But I want to thank Lewis for calling for um, his show, the Enhanced Sports Show, is on Saturdays on a, another network. Um, it, uh, phone number I, I can mention seven one two seven seven five seven zero three five, and I guess the, if you want to get on the show six one nine six eight eight. They talk about uh, you know all the major sports: baseball, football, basketball, hockey, et cetera, et cetera. Um, even some golf with Tiger Woods, you know, mm-hmm. winning the the Player Championship. So it was yeah, he had a good weekend too. And I want to thank you for calling, and of course. Um, Thank you. Uh, practitioner of many, many thank you. You you have a, a vast wealth of knowledge. 
of your many, many on the ground and, and in the air also. I mean, I, you know, and standing up also. So hopefully I can, you know, yeah. be nice to come to Michigan and you can show me some stuff also. You know, um, sure. you know, of course, I'll let you know when to tap. I mean, when, you know, so, uh, and of course, I, I know that the secret It's like a man must know his limitations. Clint Eastwood with Magnum Force. So you got to know when to, you know, it's like, you know, I know when to tap. But um, thank you for right. coming on with your, your vast knowledge. And uh, I want to thank, thank Roman Aleb. I want to thank Louis Tenor. And I also want to thank um, Christopher Wilmore, the founder of Street Thieves. Uh, it would be a great group for you to join since you're a big yeah. martial arts fan. And so um, it, it's a Facebook group, and I'm also a member of it. So Christopher Wilmore is a great guy. Again, you know, uh, glove up or shut up. You know, you don't you don't get cocky. If you get cocky, you get called out. Um, you get, you got to definitely, um, you know, acknowledge the, the call out. And if you don't do it, then, of course, you'll get kicked out of the group. So everybody's great to everybody. Nobody's cocky to anybody. And so um, it's a great group to join. I want to I want to acknowledge thank I want to thank Christopher Wilmore for starting Street Thieves, and also Jason Cuban for getting me uh, for uploading that final clip about um, who is it about Hawk uh, Harrelson going off on Mark Wagner, and I also want to um, thank Jason Cuban for getting me started on this show, and um, I want to thank everybody at Street Thieves for supporting me in that. And, uh, again, next Monday we'll do it again, 166 hours from now. Street Beeps, what's good with Glenn? Street Beeps, buck up or shut up, uh, a show, um, a street production. And don't forget Keith Vaughn's show, uh, University of Higher Learning with the Professor. Keith Vaughn Wednesday, 630 to 830, 530 to 730 Central. Again, same number, 516-387-1941, 516-387-1941, until we do it next Next Monday, 166 hours. This has been a Street Beast production available on Google Podcasts. Street Beast, what's good with Glenn? Street Beast, buck up or shut up. And on that note, beep, 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 beep. That's all, folks. Bye, bye, bye. And thank you, Roman. And I think we're off the air. All All right. right. Thank you, Glenn. You're welcome, Roman, and thank you, and see you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.